Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A parking ticket that I had forgotten about ended up going to a collection agency. Yay! I drove over a massive curb yesterday and effed up my car. Paying attention is hard. It can be. My car lease ended, and now I have to buy a new car. And you know what? I'd rather get a root canal. I'm up to 18 robocalls a day. I've counted them. Whoever you are, get a life. Get the biggest life and have such a good day. Have such a good day at the show that wants you to do just that. Yeah, man. That's what we're here for. Yeah, we're, man. Yeah. And woman. And woman. And centaur. <laughs> and all creatures, big, small, fat, and thin. Except mosquitoes. You're not allowed to listen you know to this show. Honestly, mosquitoes are the worst. Every, every, Almost every day, there's one mosquito cruising around in my house and I kill it really yeah and I'm like where did you come from it's like 40 degrees outside like I don't understand do you think it's because you don't have screens on your windows maybe yeah and maybe you've gotten them since then I don't know we haven't talked we haven't talked about the screens because I don't know I haven't really had a lot of windows open lately because it's been sort of cold and rainy but with screens I don't have mosquito problems I've never seen a mosquito in here I don't honestly like I'll open my door a little like for a few minutes for my cats but I don't feel I've been I feel like they're getting in some in some other way. Hmm. I don't know. It's strange. But well, I know that summer's going to be interesting. Any standing water is mosquito. Yeah, that's what they like. Well, there's actually I got to do a major overhaul in like my little outdoor like potted plants because yeah. there's so much water that's like in the pots. I they're overflowing. That, that might be it. That might be <gasps> actually. It, you, it, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not helping. Yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, I got to work on that work on that oh, i'm glad we figured that out you know see this is what we're here for we're here to <laughs> figure out all of your life problems as we figure out ours <laughs> um yeah and you know hopefully we will all be entertained and um share some stories about the absurdity of adult life because you know what every day is a new challenge sarah it really is every day is a fresh hell is another <laughs> way to put it but we do we do consider you a community with a show uh, it only works with the input of the folks who it's a family. watch and listen. We are a family. Dysfunctional is all hell. 
but that's okay. I think that's okay too. At least we 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 love you. There's the love is there. It's unconditional. We want more of you. We'd like to have a bigger family. I mean, we we need we, to all start inbreeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're polygamists of some kind. I don't really know how that's going to work, but we'll figure it out and we'll have a commune somewhere. We'd like to have about Kansas. a thousand of you. Is that possible? We just need to do, we need another tent times 10 of what we already have right now and we'd be pretty happy speaking of the collective you uh for our patrons at patreon.com slash have such a good day at the five dollar per month and up level we have a bonus topic at the end of every show and heather what's our bonus topic (gasps) today well this one is this one was very popular i was slightly surprised um we're going to talk about what life-altering things should every human get to experience at least once in their lives so like maybe a bucket list kind of thing life altering i know i thought it was it this was this actually came in from somebody i believe I, i i apologize i don't remember who but um i believe somebody um somebody wrote in about this Okay. So we will talk about that a little bit later in the show. What if it was a mosquito? Oh, God. I uh... Can you imagine if there was just like kind of like a hidden community of mosquitoes that are like... That's what I'm... Don't let them know we're listening to the show. Well, I hope that hidden community of mosquitoes is not in my house. I hope that for you as well. Anyway, you learn new things every day. I mean, even just this, that like slight discovery, you know, it's like problem solving. Life is problem solving. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like. I feel like every single day I am solving a new problem. And then you think, oh, at the end of the day, you're like, great, have a glass of wine, you know, have a nice evening. Then you wake up the next day. There's a new problem to solve. You know, um, not to belabor the mosquito point, but because (laughs) I hate them as much as you do. I almost hate the sound in your ear more than getting bitten. Like it's everything about them is horrible. Long time ago, back in San Francisco, before you and I were roommates. So it was the house I lived in before Mm -hmm. and I lived alone and I was up, you know, on like the third level or something. I was up pretty high. And yeah, there was a mosquito problem. Mm -hmm. And San Francisco is not really a mosquito place. I don't know if I had, uh, I don't think I had screens in my windows, but it was still just like, what is going on? What is the deal? You know, and I, all over the property and trying to figure it out. Finally, I I realized that there was this kind of alley that no one used. Yikes. That it was even, you kind of had to go around the back of the property. It's Mm -hmm. hard to explain, but it was old Victorian kind of whatever. And there was just this alley, like maybe that's where like the garbage came in Mm -hmm. and out. I had never even been over there. And there was kind of a (gasps) big puddle that wasn't draining anywhere because the, Mm -hmm. the sidewalk or whatever it was, was sort of dipped. And I realized that there was a whole family of mosquitoes nightmare. just living and breeding and ruining my life. That is such a nightmare. What did you do? I took care of it, Heather. Oh, you did. I poured bleach in the puddle and that was the end of that. Oh, God, that must have felt so good. It I did. do not feel bad killing mosquitoes. I, I no. feel slightly bad when I kill, like there's occasionally be a random bug, you know, in the house. And I know it's not, you know, maybe like a... I don't know, like a little sow bug or something, and I kind of don't want to kill it because they're harmless. I'm, 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 I'm pro not killing, even even spiders. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to murder you today. Thanks. Yeah, even spiders. I don't, I don't feel good about it. I, I, I'm afraid of them, but I don't like enjoy killing them because I know that they're great for the planet. I try to not kill them, but it's really hard to do that. Yeah. You know, it's easier to just smash them and then throw them in the toilet, but to actually get them and put them outside. I'm too paranoid that they're going to fall out and fall on me and I'm going to freak out. 
You know, so. there was a story that was on DTNS, other show that I do, uh, that somewhat recently, I, you know, or maybe it was something we were talking about in the pre-show, or I don't really remember, but it turns out the mosquitoes are really good for pollinating plants. Oh. So they do serve a purpose besides ruining okay, your that's life. that's good to know. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're losing all the bees, so somebody's got to pollinate Yeah, the yeah. It's, 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 you know, the, again, the science of it all is escaping me a little bit, but I remember being like, man, I want to hate them 100%, but I guess I like them Shoot. a tiny bit. See, because now I feel bad. Now they're part of the ecosystem. I'm still anyway, going to Anyway, how was your week? It was it was okay. Uh, better than last week. Last week, you know, I lost a kitty, and I was super bummed about it, and I still am. But um, the 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 vet hospital was uh, extremely nice. They have cremated him, mm-hmm. and I have to go pick up his ashes, and then mm-hmm. I can do what I want with them. They're in a little urn that I paid for, but you know, it's 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 a nice nice little gesture. They also sent me flowers. For anybody watching the video, you might be able to see the top of the flowers behind us, um, which was also extremely sweet. Such a nice gesture. Such a nice gesture. It turns out that because of all of this mayhem and sort of grief and and just 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 kind of weird days, my car lease that was I knew was about to end. The day that it was technically like I had to give the car back. Mm-hmm kind of got away from me Mm -hmm. i had all last week to do it and i just was doing other things and on sunday that was the day that i had to get i had to uh, take my car back well i didn't so mercedes called me and said why why are you keeping that car like we haven't discussed you know are you trying to buy it or you know that kind of thing and i was like uh i'm sorry it's raining like just like give me a break you know one of those things where you're like can you just give me a break? Yeah. And they were like, no, this needs to happen today. Wow. That was yesterday. So as soon as I finished um, my live show for the afternoon, I drove to the nearest dealership and I was like, take my car. <laughs> you know, there was like a bunch of Coca-Cola cans in the trunk. Somebody what? had like given me. Co- it's not like you. I know. Well, because I hadn't been drinking them. I mean, they were they were full. There's nothing wrong with them. And I'm like. Do you guys want these? Like, I'm not. I just like can't even deal with the stuff. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna take the co- like the six you pack. Them the coke. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Like, take it with me in the Uber on the yeah. way home. So anyway, I am without car. I I have a dog, and so I'm positive that the not having a car thing is gonna last a week at best. Sure. Because there's just stuff you have to do, even just sort of emergency stuff. Oh, yeah. Like if you had to take them to the vet. Yeah, exactly. Like, sure, my vet's close by, but it's like, yeah, you just. Yeah. There And and the the ride hailing situation is not as such that they're ready to like just have me and my dog who's like sometimes muddy after the dog park, just like jumping in the backseat. It doesn't really work that yeah, how way. Does, how does that really work for, for Ubers? I no mean, one just... really knows. Hmm. I seem to recall, and I might be making this up or imagining it, but I seem to recall that back in the day, there was like a toggle thing mm. where you could ask for a dog-friendly car. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That is nowhere in any settings that I've seen because mm. I've looked mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, I'll just do that, you know, and like maybe it'll take a little bit longer for an Uber to come mm. and like I'll just, you know, get, we'll, we'll just be chauffeured around town. Doesn't Maybe seem it to, is illegal. Doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, there's probably something to that. So, so we will we will check back in when I figure out my okay. car situation. But I I really am 
it's funny because my dad used to sell cars mm -hmm. and if he was still around this would all be very easy he'd be like this is the car you're getting and i'd be like okay mm -hmm. that's how it always went for like my first five cars that i owned he would just like figure it out for me oh that's so nice yeah and and he knew what he was doing obviously and you know the whole everyone knows that buying a car is a racket or mm -hmm. leasing or whatever you can you can do pr private sale and then then you kind of have to worry if that person is crazy. And then you have to f pay for it to be fixed and to get oil changes and to do all that. The all, all of those yeah. things. Yeah. So that is, it, it is my least, well, I mean, there are things I hate more than buying a car, but it is, it's so much pressure. I hate to feel like I know that I'm being taken for a ride and they know th that I know mm -hmm. and it's the song and dance that yeah. we do. I hate haggling. I hate all of it. It's the worst. It is the worst. Like I, it gives me so much. It like it gives. It makes me panicky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, that's a good way to put I it. I know some people that don't have cars that that have decided not just one person, but I have met a, someone else who is a freelancer, <laughs> and um, they don't have a car. A good friend of mine, RJ, uh, who lives in Venice. He used to, he, he doesn't have a car. He hasn't had a car in LA and he's lived here longer than we have. But he used to borrow my car because we yeah. were neighbors <laughs> somewhat often, which yeah. I was always happy to do. Mm -hmm. But, he, you know, he's always kind of touting like, you don't need a car. And I'm like, well, but you used to love borrowing my car because you needed a car sometimes. Sure. You know, and you didn't want to take an Uber down to Fullerton or wherever you were going. <laughs> so... And you don't have a dog. Well, I did, how did he, what did he say? I mean, he's, you know, he knows that I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just sort of like, I think when you don't have a car, it, depending on your lifestyle, it can work out really great. Mm -hmm. LA is a weird place to not have a weird. car. I agree. It can be done. But I, I just feel nervous about being like, okay, if I take Otis anywhere, it can only be somewhere that we can walk. Mm -hmm. And I can walk for hours sure. sometimes but you don't always have that time no you don't always have that time and like what am i never gonna take him to the beach and yeah, yeah it just kind of gets weird yeah I so think, anyway i think a little hatchback of some kind uh, yeah something simple nice. something simple probably used and and beat up but uh <laughs> i'll look at i'll look out for any for sale signs for you thank you heather i appreciate in the ghetto. that <laughs> well i was taken to quentin tarantino's movie theater this week it was a really fun experience i don't it, know if you're familiar with it, it uh not at all it, this is something that he owns he owns it and, oh, he, okay. and he actually programs it like he picks the movies which is really cool it's not like somebody else who is um is deciding what plays there he is it all first it. run stuff or no no i mean it's all like i mean i saw something from like you know the early 80s the other night oh so, okay so, so yeah it's, there's all it's, kinds it's, of stuff it's his curated exactly cinema list yeah he he programs everything that's really cool it's really cool so it's called the new beverly um it's in west hollywood in fact it's down the street from my old place and it's funny because i used to want to go there a lot when i lived over there but it was closed for renovations like pretty much the whole time i lived there so and it just reopened. One would think Quentin Tarantino would choose a more like striking name for a theater. I agree. I thought about that today. I know the new Beverly. I know you would think it would be something grindhousey or something. I don't know. Right, but maybe it, maybe it has something to do with getting as many patrons as possible. Yeah, maybe. I mean, just like us, we're looking for patrons. That's right. <laughs> um, but anyway, we saw. So it was a double feature. Um, but we saw Skate Town USA. Are you familiar with that movie? Mm, 
is it about skateboarders about roller skaters okay no i haven't seen it it's quite it's quite a movie it's uh it's it's hilarious um it is uh patrick swayze's in it oh and there's like a competition between these skaters in fact there's a lot of footage of venice they did a lot of like that a lot of the um a lot of footage of them skating like on the venice you know in the piers and like on the you know on the beach walk and everything um but it's uh, scott Bayo's in it okay and um, there's a couple other cameos um there are some interesting people in this movie um it's it's definitely kind of like a b movie so it's got like a um a uh, what early Skate 80s. town usa did not win an oscar <laughs> heather <laughs> the music is so funny it's like disco it's like mostly disco like sure. early early 80s stuff um super fun though really cool scene it was packed um a lot of you know cinema nerds um oh, very cool the theater, theater though yeah they yeah. have um really cool movie posters it's got a really good vibe so i highly recommend um going there i'm probably gonna go back and i will drive that far to go because it was that cool is it food and drink friendly yeah and all that have, good stuff well, they have like hot dogs i mean they, they have some good snacks like um some interesting snacks they don't just have the, they have like the regular fare i but guess what i'm asking is do they serve alcohol because that's have, that's what i need out of a theater these days i don't think they do i thought i saw people drinking beers like out of a bottle but i want to say those were root beers I'll, I'll find out and get back <laughs> to you but i totally agree but you can get i mean the arc light i mean that the arc light has of, alcohol well, but oh sure there's i mean many theaters now do that that's not in la though like i feel like that you know they there isn't I miss I miss some of the San Francisco theaters because I feel like there aren't as many here that that offer alcohol. On the west side, there are. Oh, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so because that's where I was always going yeah, to theaters for a while. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, All right. we'll moving we'll, back west then. Well, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll move back to Santa Monica and drink some wine no. at the theater. <laughs> uh, okay. So the yeah. Uh, the next story is you mentioned San Francisco, and I think a lot of those you know cool theaters in San Francisco. Maybe not necessarily going the way of the dodo, mm-hmm. but they 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 might be changing. And the reason I say that is because there's a New York Times article it was written, it just published a couple of days ago, titled Thousands of New Millionaires Are About to Eat San Francisco Alive. Mm, I like the sound of that. Almost mosquito-like. Well, you're not going <laughs> to like the sound of it, really. Uh-oh. Because what the author meant by that headline was... There are going to be some tech IPOs. Mm-hmm. Airbnb, mm-hmm. Lyft, Uber, yep. and Pinterest are mm-hmm. the big four. There's prob- there's going to be some others too, but the, those companies are all expected to IPO. Well, Lyft already announced that um, it was uh, on its IPO roadshow. Mm-hmm. But what that means is there are going to be a bunch of young people who are getting a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Who are going to drive up the real estate prices, oh, and they will ruin the city further. And that's what people already complain about in San Francisco. They complain about it at lots of places. San Francisco is not the only place to have way too much young money mm-hmm. that overly gentrifies mm-hmm. something that had a lot of soul sure. at one point. Yep. When Heather and I were still living in San Francisco, I saw that happening over time. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. And some of the gentrification I actually liked. And it happened twice. I mean, I was we were there during the first dot com. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it's funny because I have a friend. He's actually a patron uh, who's quoted in this article as saying, and this is true. My wife and I kind of like we started looking like, oh, man, like these IPOs are going to happen. 
and we're not going to be able to buy a house because everyone will overpay in cash. You know, you're going to be like 1.3 million, million over asking, you know, because people just want those houses. And a lot of people in the Bay Area, especially if the company is based in San Francisco, but also because it's sort of hip and happening, they don't want to live in the burbs. No. They don't even need a car necessarily. Mm -hmm. They want to live in the city and it's extremely impacted. There's not a lot of inventory to begin with. Everything is crazy expensive anyway. And can you imagine being like, you know, we've saved up. We're, we're pretty good. We can kind of get our not even necessarily a starter home, but like a, a, yeah. a fairly nice place. But you can't compete with somebody who has $70 million. Oh, who's I have like, some friends who I'll are just, in that situation. Yeah, I'll just get a house. I'll just get whatever house I want, yeah. you know, and there's bidding wars and the whole thing. It's been happening for a while, but the city itself and there have been some council meetings, you know, neighborhood meetings that were quoted in this article of you know people just freaking the fuck out Mm -hmm. about it and it's not just about buying houses it's about all that other stuff that comes along with it. sure you know well you get a bunch of rich people hanging out in a neighborhood and those rich people want to go to a certain kind of restaurant Mm -hmm. and they want to do certain kinds of activities Mm -hmm. and and it drives out smaller businesses that are maybe struggling and absolutely yeah and there's the whole thing about yeah uh landlords jacking up leases on long-term uh store owners i can't believe and restauranteers it's gonna be so much worse i mean i I can't imagine it being worse than it already is well it's going to be worse i i think that that's a given so and i don't I don't know, like, I'm not taking some stand, like, those millionaires shouldn't have made the money. You know, it's like, I wish I was a dot-com millionaire. Very much so. We, sh- we should have been. We should have been. Yeah, it's like, I would love that. I would love to be a rich person. But I also, I I hate to see something kind of, you can't get too many rich people in one place and it, you know, look at Manhattan. Oh yeah, totally. you know, it, it's like it's just, ugh, it's it's it, just it 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 just makes me sad. It is really sad. I mean, it changes the face of the, the entire city. I mean, it it's like, uh, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, I feel like it was already bad for us when we were there. We probably jumped ship at a really good time because we we kind of left before it got really bad kind of right before it got really bad. Gosh, I felt like it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, but it got worse. It's also bad here, though. It is. And, you know, L.A. is not. You you can definitely find some pretty affordable areas of L.A. because it's just way bigger. But, but I our mean, neighborhood isn't affordable anymore. Our neighborhood is more affordable than my previous neighborhood. Sure. But it's, it's but, still scrappy, but it's still not but, super fo- affordable. Yeah, it's if the places that everyone wants to live are expensive yeah you know it's california what are you gonna do i mean that's the thing is all of the normal people are being driven out to like boise idaho and wyoming and all these other places that maybe they don't want to live and i don't know know, wyoming sounds pretty great to me i I kind of agree i'm starting to warm up to the idea of like living somewhere not so freaking cool and (laughs) popular you know what i mean wyoming's Um, pretty cool you know what I mean? Like the, like the sort of city center, yeah, you know, where yeah. all the happenings. And no, I sure. agree. Yeah. Hey, man, I didn't know how much you liked Wyoming. It's good to know. Yeah. The, you know, National Park. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, quite lovely. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, speaking of super rich people. Um, mm, great. 
let's let's, let's stay let's, on this train and the New York Times. <laughs> um, well, there was a really interesting article, and you know, this it's not even just about this article I read on the New York Times. I'm seeing this a lot, and I'm actually hearing a lot of stories from my um, circle of friends. You know, I have a lot of friends who are, you know, it's funny we we share stories. You know, I kind of share my war stories with being a freelancer, and then my friends are constantly you know talking about their terrible boss or their commute and they never have time on the weekend to do anything because all they do is work mm-hmm. you know you go monday through friday you get up in the morning early you drive in you work all day you're exhausted at night you don't have time to do anything and so it's actually kind of a funny thing because we're both complaining about the you know each side so it's like you know grass is always greener um and we talk about this all the time but um you know i don't have one friend who has a full-time job right now who is really stoked on their job. So hmm. this one article is basically saying that that they're finding more and more wealthy, successful people are miserable. Um, and I'm not going to get into any of the statistics, but what I wanted to talk about is that, you know, what constitutes a good job? You know, what is it that would make a full-time job worth your time? going in every day, commuting across town, that kind of thing. And I sort of listed out a few things that I thought would, um, you know, would sort of be the ideal scenario. Um, You know, because most of these corporations have a lot of red tape. There's a lot of politics. You know, there's a lot of, you know, terrible executives at the top. You got to, you know, work with people that you don't respect. You don't have time for anything. So, you know, it's not just about financial security. I mean, obviously people who make tons of money and they get bonuses every year, they dread going into the office. This is one of the quotes from from the New York Times article. Um, you know, but if you have a job where you make decent money, you can control your time on some level, you know, your job provides you some sense of autonomy. Um, you have a decent boss and a good team to collaborate with. You work alongside people who you respect and they respect you. You enjoy spending time with them, you know, and, and the work that you put in is meaningful. You don't have to save the world or like cure cancer, but like what you're doing every day, you feel good. You go home at night and you feel good. Those are things that are important to me. I wanted to ask you, you know, it's been a while since you've had a full-time job, mm-hmm. but, but what would it take for you to, what are the have things? Have one again and yeah. feel like it was rewarding? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So... what you were listing out just then I'm like well everybody wants that but I but I I I feel like I have had that when I was much younger Mm -hmm. and so it's hard to say if I would have liked it so much sure you know being 20 years older now than I was when I was in my early 20s Mm -hmm. tech tv Mm -hmm. tech tv was hard work but it was super fun super great super social yeah uh we were you know we were making television Mm -hmm. and and winging it half the time and and a lot of us were either in our first or or second jobs yeah and that you know it's roger chang who i went to college with and is the producer on dtns Mm -hmm. we talk about this all the time because he was at tech tv before i was but just barely and you know we're like it was just like it was like what kind of job we were so lucky you know we, we were so, so lucky that was like the heyday that it in was. early g4 was the heyday but at the same time I, you know i can't say that someone in a management position at that company because there were a lot of people yeah. i didn't know what half the people even did no i can't say that they didn't have some of the issues mm-hmm. that i have had mm-hmm. in you know subsequent jobs sure. you know you make more money you kind of move up the ranks and 
Um, I've definitely, you know, TV, I left it like on purpose because it was driving me crazy back in the day. Now we just do it again in a different, <laughs> different sense. But you mentioned autonomy and it's funny because there was a job, uh, uh, one of the last full-time jobs that I had and there was sort of like a, a, a senior management, middle management, I don't know, someone that was a couple ranks above me who was new to the company and was sort of going around and having little one-on-ones with with a bunch of people Mm -hmm. on the team that I was working for just to get a sense of like who we all are and how's everything going Mm -hmm. and nice to meet you. And that all sounded great Mm -hmm. on paper. And I remember sitting in her office and you know, we're kind of chatting and she's kind of looking past me, you know, as I'm talking and I can tell that she's kind of listening. Yeah. And at one point I said, uh, and I think she said something like, OK, great. Thanks so much for your input. But, you know, what would you change? Yeah. Is there something you'd want to change? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like I don't have a lot of autonomy. Mm-hmm. And that word kind of like jerked her awake. Ooh. And I remember she didn't like that huh. because I think to her it meant like, oh, I want to be left alone, yeah. which wasn't true. I felt that I was being super micromanaged oh, at yeah, the time. For sure. And I wanted autonomy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be trusted. I had a lot of experience. Yeah. And I was like, what? you know, like if I'm here, I want to, sure. you know, I, I need more of that. And so it was like, that's really important to me. Totally. It didn't end up working out in this particular job mm-hmm. because that wasn't respected. And I also think that there's some places, yeah, they don't function like that. You you are a cog in a wheel and you, you do the work that you are told to do and that's it. Yeah. And you don't make decisions. Right. You know, the, the, there's, there is a senior management, you know, panel of people and they make the decisions and that's the way that's probably why a lot of people are unhappy um that's a huge thing i think it's also like the um this sort of always on vibe that i Mm -hmm. feel like maybe social media and just you know technology has driven us to Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure i mean i can imagine i mean even now that i have this flexible schedule it does freak me out a little bit like to you know get dressed in the morning you know go into the office and just like i mean the whole thing i mean it just I mean, can you imagine I know. getting dressed God. every day well no it, it actually does stress me out because you know what i do i have a a chair that has a massive pile of hoodies and jeans on it literally every day i cycle through the same hoodies the same jeans i don't even really yeah. go into my my closet that much i mean because i don't right. it doesn't really matter yeah um but anyway i digress i was gonna say one more thing about this you are your memories too. And I think about this a lot because a lot of people who have these mundane uh, daily, you know, full-time jobs and they come home at night and they're always tired and time goes by really fast because every day is the same. Mm -hmm. You look back on your life and I mean, I almost rather make less money and do less of that because your life just goes by really fast. Oh yeah. I, I, I always, I always kind of remind myself that and any person who's elderly to the point where they're kind of staring down their own mortality yeah. will tell you the same thing. Oh, yeah. And that is, I regret working so hard. Yeah. No one is ever like, I'm glad that I worked so hard at that mm-hmm. company. I know. No, they, it's true. You, you know, it, it's just not the way humanity actually works. I am with you. I mean, I, of course, there's a certain amount of money that I need in order to survive or life has to change. Yeah. And it can. You know, I could I could downgrade. Yeah, I could upgrade. 
but I don't want to upgrade and be unhappy the way I was at the job I was describing before. No, definitely not. Not worth it. You wouldn't want to trade, even though there are problems with where we're at right now. Like, yeah, like that is even worse. I wouldn't, it, it just, it just, yeah. Being unhappy like what so what is the money giving you yeah that's the thing you know i mean that's, you're saving i guess a little bit more for retirement but then you're just but what if you get hit by a bus before you retire yeah well, and you're also point? just you're you're prolonging <laughs> unhappiness you know hoping that eventually when you're 65 you might like chill out See, i never understood that i always had a hard time wrapping my head around i mean i have a 401k it's not like i didn't contribute to a 401k and i do yeah. believe it's good to save for retirement but, but a lot of people live for retirement. They live, they're like, oh, got to be so frugal and, and, you know, save for later in life. But like, what if later in life you don't really, you can't really do anything. Maybe you have a bum leg and you can't travel or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all that money you saved. Yeah. It's like, it's true. So, so I feel like you have to be careful with that. I think on some level, obviously save and prepare for the future. But of course. you should also like live for now a little bit. I mean, yeah. you know, you never know when it's going to end and... You could have gotten hit by lightning the other night. I mean, I, I, you know, you just and that know. lightning storm that was, was remarkable. Um, it, but yeah, and I, I actually had this is a little bit more like it's like on the personal level, not so much on the professional level. But I had a boyfriend once who, um, who, who was always kind of like. He was always annoyed with me if he thought I was spending too much on something. Mm -hmm. You know, if I kind of wanted to splurge on dinner sure. or whatever, like it was just we didn't see eye to eye on yeah. that. And he was always saying, you know, you save now and then you enjoy it later. And I was like, but we're here now. That's I'm like, I, I don't even know if I'm going to be with you in the future, which I'm <laughs> not. And it just it was like this thing where I knew what he was getting at. Yeah. But I was like. He was frugal to the point where I'm like, you're kind of suffering though. Yeah. And I don't get it. Like and you're, you're not having any fun. Yeah. Like, you're not 16 years old, dude. Yeah. Like, don't you want to remember these years? You know, it. not everything costs that much money, but it was something that we, uh, eventually we didn't see eye to eye enough that it just didn't work out yeah. because it ended up kind of being this lifestyle thing that we couldn't. We, we couldn't get in sync about yeah no that's i mean that's a huge huge thing that breaks people up i mean in fact there have been really. a couple boyfriends like that but this was one in particular it is a while ago yeah i mean i'm i'm similar in that way where it's like i want to also enjoy my life now because i don't know how long it's going to last and you yeah. know why wait yeah. have fun now uh yeah. anyway spend that money <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is this is going to be a real 180 of a new subject, uh, but uh, <laughs> and before we get to that, let's actually let's let's be happy for a minute. I was on the edge of my seat, Sarah. Well, and, and you're going to stay on it, but I want to be happy. But yes, make me happy as, as I do, as as I as I tend to do. But before that, just want to remind everybody that we have lots of ways that you can get a hold of us. You can keep up with everything that we're doing. You can watch some fun behind the scenes footage. Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're gonna work on more stuff and we're cooking up some ideas for that as well. But yep. Have such a good day.com is our website. Hi at have such a good day .com. You can remember that, right? It's like hi, hi at have such a good day .com is super fun email. Yeah, is is where you can email us and, and interact with us and also give us uh, ideas for the show. We might even throw some emails in future Actually, shows. Actually, I've been saying I've been talking about your emails almost every show for the last month or so, and it's been really fun. Yeah, so it's it's our, our mailbag could expand. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Um, and of course, our patrons, 
we're nothing without them patreon.com slash have such a good day we have we mentioned at the top of the show just one dollar a month one buck four quarters a hundred pennies you don't (laughs) want those pennies i throw pennies out the window see and you will uh, now you are going to also get a uh, time lapse video of whatever we happen to be doing before each show so pre-show either at sarah's house or my house mm-hmm. and we'll be like moving around really fast and doing <laughs> makeup and doing weird things and setting everything up it's super fun see right now um anyway every show we, we we implemented this about a month ago i just haven't really mentioned it we just sort of slipped it in there yeah. but it's going to be for one dollar if you contribute one dollar you will not only get a weekly show that's close to an hour, um, you will get a time-lapse video and other things that we are brewing up. So, yes. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. We want to make sure that we give you enough perks that you you want to contribute to the show because we want to grow our patron numbers. We're just over 100 right now. Let's get to 200. After 200, let's make it 400. See where I'm going with this? 800, 1600, <laughs> it's math. So, so, so any, help any, us help you. Yeah. Help us help you and, and tell a friend that's, I think that's one of the best ways that, that you can get the word out. Uh, if you think that somebody would enjoy the Tweet show about it. So this is something that we're not going to enjoy. <laughs> I heard it. I'm, I'm already worried. Tweet about it. Yeah. Tweet yeah. about it. Just tweet, man. I, I mean, yell, get on your rooftop and scream. Have such a good day.com. Get I mean. arrested. Maybe paint it on your naked body. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's winter in some places, and it's brick outside, as they and say. Definitely take a video if you do that. Yeah, definitely do that. If you get arrested, I'd be impressed, but don't do that. No, but That's... definitely shoot a video and send it to us. Yes, thank you. you we advance. would definitely highlight you on the show. All right, so <laughs> let's let's do that one idiot I was talking all about. Right. And this Whoop. is this is this is actually not funny at all. And I'm talking about the absolute. WTF R. Kelly interview. Such a downer, Sarah. Yeah, well, I I mean, it, it's a downer because the story is very upsetting. Of course. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that everyone listening or watching knows what I'm talking about. But, you know, at a very high level, if you don't, he has been accused of multiple women of abuse, sexual abuse, mm-hmm. sometimes with minors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are parents of women who have come forward and said that they're being held against their will. And this has been something that, I mean, these have been rumors for a long time, mm-hmm. decades. Mm-hmm. It has now come to a point where um, he's he's in a lot of, he's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So he sat down with Gail King. This is for CBS News. It was the CBS morning show and freaked the fuck out. And stood up and almost like in like a threatening way and was crying and pointing and she's sort of sitting there like, you know, it's like those interview situations. They're about as far away as you and I yeah. are right now. And it's like, what in the hell is going on oh, here? Oh, I can't wait to watch this. Losing his mind. Losing his damn mind. Well, okay. So that happened. Didn't go over well, as, well, you, can, yeah. as you can imagine, the internet net memes were out in force uh-huh. uh but then two women who are currently his girlfriends mm-hmm. and and they they say that they're both of them are they they say that they both are his girlfriends okay and that they both live with him willingly not against their will and they didn't want to just they sat down with gail king as well this was like a, a follow-up interview okay and uh, they ran back to back and you, you know 
they're sort of like, and she's kind of going like, well, like a sexual relationship. And they're like, well, we're not going to talk about that. But we're both in love with him. Everyone's in love. It's a great, wonderful family. Well, they're both of the, the, the women's parents have been speaking publicly to the media saying this is a Stockholm syndrome situation wow. and they are being held against their will and maybe they don't realize it because they're so screwed up in their mind mm-hmm. because this person is a monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a story that's unfolding that's so wackadoodle that I don't even know what to think. God, Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome fascinates me. It's, well, it's, it's fascinating because it's like, gosh, does that really happen? It's it's it really I I am constantly reading about Stockholm syndrome because I'm so fascinated by it. But no, this is Craytown. It is. It it and is. And it was Craytown before. The whole thing is. And he's actually I, I believe he was arrested for failure to pay child support, which is not really related to the specific story. Um Although there's an ex-wife involved and she hates him and there's a whole thing. But anyway, I and I, I understand, you know, do legal process. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, I know what happened because sure. I don't. I, I would not I would not even I, I, I wouldn't pretend to know. But I would venture a guess that it's pretty bad. Yeah. And I I I, I am somewhat glued to my seat and I feel somewhat bad about that because I'm like this is so icky yeah but it's out there you know these are you know they're all it's all over the internet I can't stay away from it even if I really tried without not being on the internet so uh I will uh I'll let you know what happens yeah well I'm gonna be going home and watching this video tonight after the show but I you know it's (laughs) it is interesting I mean you know you you know don't be too hard on yourself for following a dirty story I mean there's just there's so much oh, totally. dirt out there. And I think there is there is a fascination. I mean, you know, it's it, it it's truly fascinating how, what this man is capable of, what he has done. And I and I don't want to this is sort of a whole other topic, but there's also um, and there, there was a surviving R. Kelly documentary yeah. that that ran recently, it was like a three parter. It was it was it laid a lot of stuff out there. Leaving Neverland is the Michael yep. Jackson documentary. Everyone's talking I've, about it. I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. In fact, maybe I'll watch it tonight. I was going to last night, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. That's that's how I felt this week. I was going to watch it, and I just because people say it's it's so horrific yeah. that it's like important to watch, but you're not gonna get any joy out of it. Yeah, quite the opposite. Um, and I I think that it's an interesting question to ask if you can separate music from a person. Yep. Or, or really, you know, someone who is an entertainer from what they might actually be like outside of that wonderful character that they played in the movie. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, I mean, he was never my favorite artist, but I went to a R. Kelly concert wow. once. I liked him enough to do that with wow. uh, some of my girlfriends yeah. back in college. And, you know, I, I know a lot of songs and, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of that going mm-hmm. on. Michael Jackson, I mean, don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all grew up with Michael Jackson. We talked about this a little bit with the Louis C.K. stuff. And, yeah. and, you know, it is, it it will, I feel like it it does taint you, but I do feel like there's still part of me that, yeah, I mean, I, I still like the artist side of them, you know, but maybe I can't look at them the same way. I, this you is know, a bigger conversation. It is a bigger conversation, and I think that I think that there are levels to this. Oh, for sure. There are, you know, someone might do something where it's like, yeah, little rehabilitation, and you can be forgiven. You're right. Depends you on know? what they have done. I think, <laughs> I think, I think, in the case of R. Kelly, 
not coming back from this one. I totally agree. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, it's hard for me to look at his face. Uh, seriously, I actually his his face is very punchable. His eyes are really <laughs> close together and rat like. Always have you know you wonder why he always wore sunglasses. It's because he's got bad eyes. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. All right, let's let's punch him. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, so did you know that there are two blockbusters left on the Earth? Well, actually, as of today, there's only one. Mm, where is it? Um, it's in Bend, Oregon. Oh. That's, Isn't that interesting? That's, I mean, that's like the last place that I would expect. I, know. I don't know what I expected you to say. The second to the last one was in Western Australia. Oh. Um, but huh. the Bend, Oregon thing is interesting because apparently Bend is very, um, there's a lot of community, like little communities, little suburban communities, and there's a lot of mom and pop shops. Sure. There's a lot of, um, so I think maybe that's part of the reason why it was sustained. Um, but uh, it's funny because... You know, I have a friend, her name is Maggie. I'm not sure if she listens to the show, but she has been on this bender to try to save an LA uh, kind of institution. It's called Vidiots and it's a video store. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a, it's vidiotsfoundation.org if you want to look it up. And, um, you know, she wants to bring back the brick and mortar experience. Hmm. Um, Anyway, I, I was just thinking about that a lot. Like how, like things go in cycles. So do you feel like, um, you know, like, do you think that maybe brick and mortar video stores might come back around at some point? Like there's different like trends. I feel like. Well, what would you do there? Well, I mean, rent movies. But, but why? I mean. Wh- I know. And so, what, so what are you thing? renting? Air? Well, it's No, I mean, you're, you're renting a, a Blu-ray or a dvd oh yeah i'm sorry yeah. i know you're not yeah i know you're not on board i am but it's more of a community thing no i i i get what you're saying i do miss the video store of your mm-hmm. but that's because we needed physical things yeah i miss uh bookstores in the well there's still a lot of bookstores but you know what i'm saying like physical things sure. that have digital alternatives that end up being more convenient and yeah often a lot cheaper for everybody it's like these things happen but I just don't know what you do at videos. Sure. So I, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. So when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time in these little independent video stores. Me and my sister, it was a huge part of our upbringing. You know, we would go in there and we'd rush to the horror section and get some weird B-horror movie. And mm-hmm. it's a huge part of our childhood. Um, I miss that experience a little bit, but it feels really old school. I think that... Um, you know, I have a friend who collects a lot of Blu-rays, um, has a really major collection. And we talk about this a lot because I am like you. I like a streamlined house. I don't want a lot of clutter. I don't want a lot of physical things. In fact, mm-hmm. I still have my CDs, but I threw away all the, you know, the ca- the cases. Um, I don't even know what to do with these CDs. I never listen to them. They're like in the basement. Um, I don't like the physical stuff. And I, but I know that my friend who owns a lot of these blu-rays there's a nostalgia element there's a collector oh yeah element to it well i mean look at uh um record stores exactly it's, it's a perfect it, there, example there's, there's 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 plenty of people who would believe in physical video records have come stuff. way back around too yeah actually it's like it's funny how that, that's what i mean that, it's like that a, worked it was mm-hmm. like just for djs for a while yeah. or like collectors and now it's like cool but but yeah i mean i i get it Although you mentioned Blockbuster, mm-hmm. and so I'm from a small town where there was no Blockbuster. I don't even know when I first even knew that 
there was anything called Blockbuster, mm-hmm. but I remember the first time I went in there, I was like, it's all blue in here. And I never smel- liked Blockbuster. It smells actually. like popcorn. And like, it was just like, ugh. it was Too like, bright. it was just, it, yeah, it just, it, 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 because I, there was one, well, that's not true. There were two video stores in my town that I grew up in. One was called The Video Store, and the other nice one was name. called Video Fever. Mm. The Video Store was the cooler one. Like, all the girls, they only hired, like, high school girls. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's like, everybody when you're in high school is like, you wanted to work at The Video sure. Store. In fact, I applied, and for whatever reason, I did <laughs> not get the job. And I'm still upset about it. But it was, yeah, it was the same thing, where it was like, it was... It was small. It was kind of not junky, mm-hmm. but it wasn't corporate at mm-hmm. all. They were independent shops that were mm-hmm. owned by somebody who lived in town. Mm-hmm. And the Blockbuster experience never really appealed to me. It's really funny. So in this article, they were saying that people will come far and wide to just because it, it's like the last Blockbuster. So people are yeah. like, oh, it's like a it's like a, a, a monument. A yeah, it's a yeah. novelty thing, which I think is really interesting. You know, I still know some people, I mean, mostly like older people who, you know, get the discs in the mail still from Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um, I have I know people who don't have streaming services, which I can't wrap my head around that. Like, I am pretty modern. I like my stuff to be all organized in, into in the cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't even have a Blu-ray player like set up right now. I have a DVD player in a closet that I just keep not throwing away because it works. Mm-hmm. And I figure one day I'm probably gonna have to. There's gonna be a DVD that Absolutely. I gotta I gotta hook it up to a TV and mm-hmm. look at something. So I just keep it around. It doesn't take up much space. But I haven't used that thing and going on That's 10 years speaking of old media though i do have a very old piece of media that i'm going to get transferred it is a vhs tape of my very first movie that i made mm. it's in black and white it is 16 millimeter it's silent and i'm the only actor in it and it, it was a, a little <laughs> movie i did um and i like edited it on the flatbed it's on and we got it from our teacher we got a copy of it on a vhs um and uh, i'm gonna go get a transfer i haven't seen it for you know, 15 years and do it now because that stuff will degrade. That's the thing. And I feel like it I might got, already be ruined. I've got a bunch of VHS tapes as well from like high school. Like yeah. I was, I was like part of like the, you know, the morning bulletin crew, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and we have a bunch of stuff that we dumped on VHS and it's like, I vaguely remember some of it, but I think I'd be pretty surprised to see it now. Yeah. But it was kind of like in terrible shape the last time I looked at it. See, I'm concerned. This is the only copy I have. Mm. And the, all those beta tapes we used to have, I mean, I ended up throwing them away because I was exasperated, like moving them all the time. I yeah. mean, I had some that were like the massive beta tapes. Mm-hmm. But I have interviews and pieces that I did on there that I completely forgot that I did. And if I would have had them and digitized them and put them on my website, yeah. it would have been really cool to see those. And I have no idea where, where that those pieces live. Right. I could probably track them down maybe from like the editor or whatever, but a little bit of a bummer. I sort of wish I would have sifted through that stuff, but at the time, oh, such a hassle. Yeah. So it, 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 you know what it is? It's moving. That's oh, what, yeah. that's what gets you because I'm with you. There were, there were like a huge, like several big boxes of tapes that I had done for work. Mm-hmm. And this is even before I don't know. I mean, I've always done video stuff for work. And during college, I was in a video program. And during high school, I was in a video program. So I've collected a lot of the stuff. And, you know, the the stuff that, like, goes back to high school, I did keep. Like, I can't throw that stuff away because it's just, like, it's precious, you know, like my 
you know, my parents are young and you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And like, I was kind of the weird kid who would like take the video, the camcorder to school and like, like shoot my friends mm-hmm. during lunch and like say stupid stuff. Yeah. And you know, like that was really important to me. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted, like, I gotta get this. Oh, I gotta get this. So it's somewhere hopefully, but all the work stuff chucked it. Yeah. I because mean, I was like, I don't know. I, who yeah. wants to see this? Yeah, it's too heavy. It's just, oh, God. The things that I've gotten rid of over the years, I mean, I even got rid of a really nice, like, portable piano um, because I didn't want to move it around anymore. I kind of regret it. I kind of regret it. It was yeah. a great piece. I got it on consignment. So, anyway. Well, you could get another piano that's on what consignment. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm in the market, so. All right. Um, wanted to quickly, we you know, we already talked a little bit about um, our email and our website, but again, hi at havesuchagoodday.com. If you have any comments on anything that we've talked about, please email us. Please We've do. actually been getting a lot more emails lately um, because we mentioned how much we love it, and um, thank you very much for caring. One um, email came in last week from Jude Sturman, and it was in relation cool to name Jude very cool um he, he communicates with us quite a bit um he's he was referring to when we were talking about what we like to do when we're not hustling and we just don't want to do anything we just want to chill and put our feet up kind of yeah. thing so he says Heather I couldn't agree more nowadays I live for the non-event I'm a believer in the low overhead lifestyle oh yeah Jude we are with you yeah. 100% I'd say let's hang but that's an event <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta like move and walk somewhere it's too much work <laughs> anyway well Sarah I think that we uh, need to move on here let's do it we've got our bonus topic coming up for $5 and up patrons as we mentioned at the top of the show this is about life altering things mm-hmm. we believe we need before we pass into yeah. the afterlife that's kind of cool so 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 please stick around there's more to come for everybody else thank you for watching and listening and we'll do this again next week and we hope you have such a good day we sure do i'm sarah and i'm heather bye bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.